This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. If you're tuning in this week for the first time, please log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org to get part one of this segment, okay? We have Jeanette Bell and Casey Melzack, representatives from DCS, that's Department of Child Safety. And, uh... Let me see what session one was more about the services that Department of Child Safety provides and kind of going through their steps of once they get, you know, the phone call that, you know, a child may or may not be in danger with the the procedures that they go through. But starting this week, we're going to start when a child is removed from the home, when, when a child or children are removed from the home. If you know someone, if you're going through this or if you know someone that's going through this at your church, organization, agency, community, neighbor. Have them share these links with them so they can hear exactly pretty much the process. And it is very, very tedious. So you may have to go back to the first session to stop and break some stuff down. I mean, they get so deep in how many days before this process, how many days before the next process, how long this may take. This is stuff we always get. We get these questions all the time. What if this happened? What if this happened? What if this happened? Well, we have Jeanette Bell and Casey Melzack, representatives from Department of Child Safety, sharing the process, their services. Uh, uh, they walk. They walk. They are walking you through a case as well. And before we get started, I want you to plug into the Parenting Across Cultures parenting class. We begin August 8th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's an 11-week parenting class because most of the time, parents that are involved with Department of Child Safety, guess what? They're going to uh, basically court order you or mandate you that you take a parenting class. And we have been doing these classes for the last three years. Uh, we took a break two years before the three years, so we've been doing it longer than that. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information about our Parenting Across Cultures parenting class. So we are going to jump right back into part two of the services that's provided and the steps that's taken by the Department of Child Safety. Within the initial removal of that child within 30 days, we need to identify relatives that could be a potential placement for that child. So we really like to work with families and parents to identify anybody that has a significant relationship with that child or that could, um, is a relative to that child, really anybody that knows that child well and if they could be a potential placement for them. Um, At any point, a relative could visit with a child they could if they can't be a placement for them we would still like to foster their relationship with that child Um, so it doesn't mean that they have to be a placement to still be involved with the case and then we can help if they are a placement we can help facilitate them trying to become a licensed foster parent as well next slide Um, So the department will offer services to a parent 
when they are, have a child in out-of-home care. And the services will be centered around their case plan and what really brought that child into care. So if the concern is substance abuse and their ability to, to parent, we would offer substance abuse testing, substance abuse treatment, as well as maybe parent aid services to teach them how to parent. If it was domestic violence, we would offer domestic violence services, um, counseling, and, and parent aid to help facilitate that. So there's different services that we can offer to help try to reunify that family. We also encourage families to go out and seek services in the community. If there's something in the community that can serve them better than what we can do, then we do definitely encourage that as well. And we will reassess the case every six months to determine where it's at um, and where we need to proceed. You can go to the next one. These are just some of the services we can provide. Um, intensive family preservation, psychological evaluations, counseling, childcare, parent aid, parent skills, um, sexual assault or domestic violence counseling, drug or alcohol treatment programs, and then peer self-help groups. We encourage visitations. Parents have a right to visit their children, um, and that's not something that we will ever be able to stop. No, if a parent is continuing to abuse substances, we still have to offer visitation. That's the best way to help facilitate reunification is visiting with your kids and visiting with your kids often. So we do encourage um, visitation as much as possible. And we would like it to be in the most family-like situation as possible. There are times when it may not be a safe situation to do that, and so we try to facilitate it in other ways as well. Next one. So as a parent, what your response, what we would like to see is your responsibilities to help best um, work with us on your case. Um, participate in the recommended services that we've outlined for you. Um, attend all case staffings, foster care review boards, and court hearings, and court hearings are very important to attend. Um, provide us the information that we need about your children so that we can best care for them. Um, keep us informed of where you're living, your phone number, your... Um, income, your housing situation, your kind of your relationship status. If you get married to somebody, let us know. Um, we need to be able to assess those things to determine if that's going to be still a safe environment for your child. Follow all court orders. The court will order parents to do things at times, and it's really important that you follow those orders. Visit your children as much as possible. Um, if they're in a kinship setting, and, and there's availability to go and visit them there, please visit them as much as you can. It's important for your kids to have that normal, uh, as normal as a parental relationship with you as possible. Um, help contribute to out-of-home care costs. So if your kids are in diapers, help you know, your relative placements pay for diapers, or even if they're in foster parents, pay, pay for diapers. Sometimes that's not accommodated in the, in the pay that we provide to families at times. Um, and keep all your appointments with the department, with your attorneys, with therapists, with anybody that's working with you. You should really keep those appointments. Next slide. Okay. Um, I think we talked about this. If you're in a new relationship, make sure we know about that relationship. It could depend, it could affect the safety outcome of your case. Um, and so we need to be able to assess for that. Um, tell us if information's on relatives, and um, 
be able to provide information to the court as, as much as possible when you can through your attorney. All right, so back to the flow. Um, if you're successful in reunification services, then your case would be dismissed um, in the juvenile court and your case could be then closed. It could go to, if we were still in the in-home services section and that was unsuccessful, it may lead with us having to bring that child in out of home care. Um, and then permanency planning, if, if you're not able to, within certain time frames that the court and federal law and state law allows us, if you're not able to show that you can safely parent, then, then we move on to other permanent options. And I think that's... Um, Want to go to the next slide? Yeah, it, it would be adoption, guardianship. If your child is over the age of 16, it could be an independent living. Um, it it could be a variety of, of of different permanent options. But we are still legally bound by federal and state law to find permanency for your children within a certain time frame. I think that's it. Um, just to let you know, I'm a... You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today we're listening to a live recording from our fifth annual Father Matters Court and Custody Conference. Two of our guests, out of our many guests that we had at that conference, was Jeanette Bell and Casey Melzack, representatives from Department of Child Safety. If you, again, if you know someone that's going through this, share this week and last week's show with them about foster care, uh, removal of your child or children, what happens when your child or children are removed. I mean, just listening to some of that, you can still have visitation rights with your child or children. Contribute. Uh, buy diapers. Um, they were saying even if a child, I mean, a, a parent is involved with drugs, they can still see their child or children. Don't give up, never quit, never quit. Don't give up, never quit. But if you need assistance, if you need help with, um, you know, whatever it is, access, parenting classes, finding a job, all the reasons why uh, Department of Child Safety feels that they need to remove your child or children from the home, give us a call at 602-774-3298. That's at Father Matters headquarters. So we, like I said, we want to be the resource we want to be the source to the source. If we can't provide a service for you, we have community partners. We have churches that we partner with, other organizations and agencies. There is no excuse. So if you need parenting classes, reg register for our Parenting Across Cultures parenting class, which is an 11-week parenting class beginning August 8th, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. For registration information and for more information about that parenting class, Log on to fathermatters.org. If finding a job, you need help so you can get an apartment, you know, but whatever the situation is. But if you if you want to get a better job, Wednesday, uh, our Job and Training Institute, July 6th, um, we want to make sure that we put you in a position that if this happens to you, it will not happen to you again. OK, so also, if you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? 
The Father Matters Show is listener-supported, and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org. Our workshops, our trainings, uh, parenting classes, you know, we can use your help. We need your assistance. There's not a lot of fatherhood programs out there, and there's not a lot of support for men and fathers. So when there is an agency, or organization, or program that's trying to help fathers and families, but the root cause of most of these issues is the father, the heart of the father. You know, we get the man right, the father right, we get the mom, the wife right, we get the children right, we get the community, we get the church. But if we're not helping these men get out of some of the situations that they are in, we're just going to keep repeating these situations, these hurts, these strongholds generation after generation after generation and it's time to put a stop to a lot of this hurt and abandonment uh you hear me say this a lot we have too many grown men still dealing with little boy issues grown men dealing with little boy issues of abandonment rejection hurt abuse sexual abuse you know you heard me say this in the past little boys get raped too so we got a lot of men who are still dealing with childhood issues and they are grown men acting like children and they're keeping their own children in this cycle. But we, you know, we serve everyone. Father Matter serves everyone. But I want you to, uh, the parenting class is open to women and men. The Job and Training Institute is open to women and men. We have workshops for moms. We have workshops for, for dads. But our parenting, our parenting Across Cultures workshops that begins August 8th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., 11 weeks, Tuesday nights, is open to both moms and dads, women and men. What I want to do right here is have you hear a clip that I was able to record when I had the studio out in the community, a young man who shared his own personal experience with DCS. Jeremy? My father-in-law was watching my kids. My five-year-old got outside. He's outside for five minutes waiting for his cousins to come home. CPS was sitting outside. They seen him. Yeah, my father-in-law called me at work, told me CPS was there. I came home, went in the house, um, let her go through my house. Everything was good. And she said she wanted to put a case against us because my five-year-old was outside by himself. So your five-year-old is the one that's involved right now. And what happened after that? Um, well, me and my wife were going through some stuff. Um, Found out she was lying to me. She's going to a bar and stuff, and we both kind of had a little substance abuse issues. Um, um, a Thursday night, she went to a bar and got drunk and had my kids over at somebody's house. She drove home with my kids. Um, we got in a big fight. She scratched my face up. Uh, neighbors called the cops. Nobody went to jail. Well, a couple weeks later, I called my the CPS lady that was working our case. Told her I didn't want my kids around my wife, you know, because she's got issues. And um, she told me she would, you know, that I would keep the kids. I came home from work that day, and I went to go help some friends move. CPS came to my house, um, and they took my kids, put them in foster care for two days. Um, and that night, or a week before that, like the night my wife left, my um, she left. I came home from work on Thursday night. She took my kids, her clothes. She packed up. She left. I didn't know where she was. I was hurt. I was sad. Her sister came over. She had some coke. Um, I did some this one night. Um, so then CPS, the next day after they took my kids, they had me and my wife go down there and do a hair follicle test, came up positive for coke. So they took my kids because 
Well, the first off, they took my kids because I neglected to throw my wife in jail when she scratched my face up. And so who who said that you neglected? So they basically said your children were put in danger? Yeah. Because of the basically what the domestic violence, but no one was arrested. Yeah. So take it from there. So they took my kids. Um, they took them, they put them in foster care for two days. Then they took them over to my wife's brother-in-law's house. And at the time right now, me and my wife were split up. Um, took them to her brother's, her brother's house. Um, and we didn't get to see our kids for 35 days, my two and five-year-old. Then we started visitations twice a week, um, two hours on a Monday and two hours on a Thursday, we get to see them. Um, they, every, you know, I've been, ever since then, I'm 114 days sober today. Um, the day they took my kids, I quit drinking beer. I haven't touched a beer since. Um, it's um, started going to church again. I found God, you know, God's always been there for me, but I kind of got away from him for a while, but. Um, and, 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 and this, I'm, I'm glad you said that you said, the moment they took your kids, you stopped drinking. Yeah. You started going to church. Yeah. And I share this a lot when I do speaking engagement with people, when when because we all go through something. I'm struggling with some 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 personal issues myself, brother. And um, I always share with people: is don't curse your crises, because right now we're saying, right now your children are still in CPS custody. Yeah. But you haven't. You don't drink anymore. No. They are in CPS custody, but you're seeing them a couple of days a week. So the thing is, you're going. You're already seeing your kids again. Yeah. You're going to get your babies back. Yeah. But now when your babies come home, dad don't fool with alcohol. No. And it was like you said, it was the alcohol that you and your wife were involved with that got you guys fighting and everything yeah. else. So sometimes things will happen to us and we don't see it. And it's like this is the crisis. Is an it's 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 an it's an emergency for me. I don't know why the world don't see why what's important to me is not important to you. But sometimes things like that need to happen because maybe the next time you guys would have, if you would have gotten an altercation, somebody could have been hurt really bad. So right now your two babies are in CPS custody. You're visiting them, supervised visitation twice a week, a couple hours. It just started last week or not last week, but the week before. I got safety monitors now, my niece, um, my mom, they're safety monitors, so they come over on Sundays for four hours and visit with the family because my family went like 100 days or even longer without seeing my kids because for some reason they just wouldn't allow, you know, to see my my get to see their family, you know what I mean? And So, you know, and at first, you know, I hated CPS. You know, I still have issues with them, but... To me, it's been a blessing because it's changed my life, and it, I'm going to be a better father of it, you know. And hopefully, me and my wife can fix what we, you know, we started and get this going again. And you've been coming to the Father Matter support groups. Yes, every Saturday. If that didn't happen, you wouldn't have been coming to the Father Matter support no. groups. Me and you wouldn't be sitting here chopping it up. And I appreciate you opening up, mm-hmm. sharing your testimony like this, Brian, because there's men all over the country, women too. Because, you know, we have listeners all over the country, but there are men all over the country who are going through this. And, man, you, you look clear. You look clean. You, you you look like you know what you're saying. You know, that alcohol is gone. Yeah. But let me ask you this, man. You said the family's been separated from your babies for over 100 days. When that all happened and that really realized and it shocked you that CPS just came in in your space and took your babies. 
How did that impact you when that happened? It devastated me. It put me in a, you know, I was, they, I didn't get to see my kids for 35 days. It put me, I was so emotionally just gone for that whole time. I lost 20 pounds um, from not eating and just stressing, worrying about my kids. And I encourage any of y'all to like, um, you know, if you're if you're going through anything like this, just to get your get your life together, and you know, don't ever let CPS get involved with your kids, because the system is the the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's it's just unbelievable. Like, I'm doing so good in my case that I'm the lowest on my caseworker's totem pole that she doesn't get nothing done. I'm just put aside while she's worried about these kids and these kids, and my case is on the bottom of her list to you know worry about. So. And it, and it kind of seemed like when you're doing right, you are ignored. Yeah. When you're doing wrong, you're at the top of the list. Yeah. And I say that because, you know, we, we work with men who are in moms. Look, but we're talking about dads right now with this particular situation. Men who are going through the court system. And I've been through it, man, with, you know, with my oldest child, man, and, and, and different things. It's like when you are being that parent that's stepping up, staying up, and showing up, and being the parent that you're supposed to be, you get dragged through the court system, bro. Yeah. You get dragged through the the process like you said the CPA but if you are an idiot you're 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 not paying child support you're not responsible or if CPS is telling you to take certain classes and people are missing them and skipping them they get all the attention yeah you know what I mean it reminds me of one of my mentors told me one time he said at any job you will always have 20% of the people doing 80% of the work (laughs) you know what I'm saying so but like you said you're thankful for CPS but at the same time that system is a huge machine yeah it is so how are the visits going, man? The visits are great. Um, we just started, like, last week, you know, because for the first month and a half, we were going to the DCS office, going in a little room with the, you know, it's real hot, and there the sun's beating down on you. It's in Arizona, so the sun's beating in the room, so it's real hot, and it's just me and my two boys and, you know, the driver that brings them there. And it was it was really no fun, you know. It was but like a week or so ago, we started, you know, because I didn't even have a case meeting on the um, last month. We were supposed to have a case meeting. She was actually supposed to start a parent aid for me on, on April 15th. She didn't start the process for it till like May 15th. I still haven't got a, a caseworker. It is now June 10th or something. Or Yeah, you know, I should already had a, you know, parent aid, you know, a long time ago. And she's like telling me in the last case meeting, you know, um, uh, you might have to get a parent aid for you get your kids back, and I'm like, well, you know, sign me one. Yeah, you know, and I I know people that have had cases that started after me, you know, on the 20th of March. Mine started March 2nd when they took my kids, but um, they, they their case happened like March 20th, and they already got parent aids. They've already had a few visits with them. They're already going through the process, you know, and it just seems like you know my case has been put on hold. Is the CPS is DCS is it's it's not a very good system, so I really encourage you to stay out of it. <laughs> yeah, one thing I like to say when, when we turn things around, because that is a, a honest feeling. Sometimes I can look at it and say basically we're on the shelf, and I don't mean shelf with what it, what it is the court system on the shelf with CPS or whoever you involved with. Sometimes we're put on the shelf because we are still getting molded. We're we are getting yeah remixed we are getting cleansed we're we're, we're we're that clay on the pot man yeah. we, we're on that fire yeah. so it's one way we can say you know man they messing with my case they plan around but sometimes we can look at it and say we're being put on the shelf yeah and sometimes god will put us on the shelf yeah. 
because we're not ready to be taken off the shelf. Because yeah. if we get taken off the shelf too soon, we can go back to that old habit. Mm. We can go back to them old females or if males if it's females you can go back dealing with them same old men you know we can go back you know and we're not supposed to go backwards so i know you feel ready i know you're ready to say okay man i I, i'm good now bring my kids home but it's a reason why sometimes god will say i'll let you know on my timing yeah you're ready right now because it's been so many days it's in god's will and god's hands because the one thing god didn't allow happen is for you or your wife to be arrested because brother that would have been a whole new yeah yeah pile of problems because yeah, she would have been facing some time because she came that, that was night. a live recording with a young man sharing with me personally his testimony i want you to reach out for help but i want to thank you for tuning into the father matters show send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org thank you to my engineer jeremy siegel and remember parenting across culture parenting classes beginning in august log on to fathermatters.org for more information see you next week at the same time same place have a safe week thank you and god bless